We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, Dr. Al Johnson, and our producer, Ed Salisville, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Okay, we took the deep plunge last program with looking at global warming. By the way, they changed the title to climate change. Climate change. That's really bad. Actually, there's three different things. Oh, the third one. Four. C- oh. CGW, catastrophic global warming. Mm-hmm. Ooh. AGW, anthropomorphic, caused by man, global warming. That wasn't working so well. So then it became climate change. And now we've got climate disruption. <laughs> I mean, we're moving away from change. We know that. Come on, that's not... They're trying to talk it up as catastrophic things that are occurring. Disruption does sound pretty bad. We don't, oh, want, we don't want that. That's now, bad. let's take one concrete piece about what the perception is, what's flowing out there, and what's really occurring. There is a program on television, which has been on now for about four years, called Madam Secretary. And on Madam Secretary, originally it was a not a well-veiled program at all to show that a woman can become the next president. It was actually a thinly veiled thing about Hillary running for president. But now this year has been committed to global catastrophe because of global warming. They had to move a Navy base because the sea tides had risen so high that the thing was inundated. Incidentally, do we have any good data on that? You just talked about, Carl, in our pre-production show, that what island is it that's suing because they're not underwater? Maldives. The Maldive Islands in the Indian Ocean is suing to get some of the global warming relief fund because they want to be ready to evacuate in case their island starts to sink. They're not sinking. Well, they haven't sunk as to where they they should have been sunk by now. They were 20 years years ago they should have sunk. Well, 15 years ago they should have sunk. Yeah. And incidentally, the Australian Bureau of Meteorology has found in the last 25 years no perceptible rise in ocean levels. Those are two different concepts. One's an island sinking and one's... Raising right, right, and the people who are proposing this kind of stuff want to sync the two together and say it's exactly the same thing. No, islands can disappear, and they have before, but it was because of erosion. It was because of a whole lot of other things. But another thing that's going on in that program is that they are having, because of these rising sea levels, which aren't occurring, mm-hmm. these rising sea levels, they are having to relocate people off islands like the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Again, these are whole episodes devoted to what's not occurring. How do we cut through this? Yeah, people watch that. I haven't wrote an article relating to that, but people watch these movies, these millennials watch these movies, and and they think it's real. This is where they get their worldview from, from from these movies and, and TV shows and and what have you, you know, they, they think it's real science. Well, it's, it's similar to, if you don't mind, the Babylon Bee, I don't know if you're familiar with it, it's a satire site. 
And so they make some outrageous claims on there because it's supposed to be funny. But people don't recognize it because they're clueless. And so they respond in anger, and I can't believe all that. And I'm going, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's satire. <laughs> the fact is we have no discernment. We're not teaching that in our schools. We teach them to memorize a little bit, maybe. Maybe not so much anymore. And they have no reasoning skills. So you can present them anything, and they believe it because some, Terry said it. He's an engineer, therefore it's true. <laughs> maybe. Now, there were some claims in the 1980s that were made by the climate change and green movement, which can be checked. 1988, NASA's James Hansen said that within 20 to 40 years, the West Highway in New York would be underwater. We're now 30 years, 31 years since his prediction, and the water level, and it's tough to, to discern how much water level rises but based on best estimates around New York, it may be up two and a half inches, which means it's got another 10 feet to go, and it'll take another 1,200 years for that West Highway at that rate, if it's correct, to be covered. Why did Dr. Lovelock, James Lovelock, the really the father of the green movement, the climate catastrophe movement, why has he turned his back on the whole thing? This is one of the co-founders of Greenpeace Movement who recognized fairly late in the game that this was an agenda-driven. It was no longer based on science. Now, that's not to say that we all shouldn't be environmentally sound in our thinking and reasoning and projecting, but this became a political entity, and he finally had to back out. He, he withdrew from the whole thing. He was a co-founder of Greenpeace. And so he's willing to look at the facts and be reasonable and be, be swayed. In other words, you, you can hold a belief, but if you're not willing to let it go on the basis of facts, then who are you? You are a denier. Now, if I understand what Lovelock did, early on in the 80s, they made predictions about what sea level rise should be, what the temperature should be now, effects like Hansen talked about with covering the West Highway and cities. And what Lovelock has been honest enough to do in the past 10 years is to say, okay, all of our predictions were wrong or grossly overstated. We thought we understood the atmosphere. We don't. <laughs> and that this whole thing now is being politically driven. It is no longer tied to science in any way. Supporting that is the work of Dr. Alan Carlin, who in 2009 wrote a book called Environmentalism Gone Mad. He worked with the EPA for decades, and he talks about how, especially during the Obama years and even leading up to that, they were being fed that if they had data that was contrary to global warming, it simply wasn't to be published. It was wasn't to go out because they were driving an agenda. Hmm. Is that science? <laughs> Let's take a vote. <laughs> Let's take a vote. Yeah, the, exactly. Because even if we did science by consensus, which we shouldn't, if that were the case, what was the consensus about geocentric or heliocentric solar system? How many folks were the deniers? Well, everybody, everybody 400 years ago voted that the Earth was at the center of the solar system and the universe. They were wrong. Well, Only Copernicus and Galileo were right, so it's not about voting. It's not about how many people think it's true. It's what is true. And so for 20 years, these guys are making meticulous records of the motion of the planets and then 
projecting a theory on it, and it holds true to this day. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not subject to revision. The fact is, we can predict with absolute precision hundreds of years in advance, solar eclipses, where they're going to occur on the face of the Earth, and we can lease aircraft to extend the amount of time we're going to be in the zone of totality. Well, that's a pretty good model. If we could get that kind of model out of global warming, I'm in. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid, Dr. Al Johnson, and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. A fun one that's come up recently... We talked in our last show about that carbon uh, emission rise seems to follow warming activities, not be caused by them. But, of course, the green movement right now, their new thing is cow flatulence, <laughs> that we got to get rid of all the hamburgers and the cows because that's what's causing global warming. OAC. <laughs> OAC, yeah. AOC. AOC, yeah. Mayor de Blasio, they're going to ban hot dogs in New York City because this is a global warming issue. Really? So... Let's just play that out. How would that change anything? Banning hot dogs? That's not cow flatulence. Most of those are pork. (laughs) (laughs) Going on real effects. One of the predictions out of the 80s is that snow and frost will disappear in the future. Guess what has happened to six of the last ten winters? Let me guess, an increase? An increase. It's because of global warming. It's because, you know? <laughs> the way this stuff morphs, now you, you made the point earlier about how evolution morphs, no matter what the data is, they form it to fit it. That's exactly what's done here. Suddenly our deep winters that we've been having are the result of global warming. Now that's counterintuitive, but we're being sold that as science. Because every aspect of weather, whatever it is, is now attributable blindly to global warming. It doesn't matter whether it's tornadoes. They're going to predict, they did predict, an exacerbation of the number of number and severity of, of hurricanes. Except the data doesn't support that. How long do you have to look before you say, whoops, that prediction was wrong? You won't get an admission from our folks on the left about that. The hurricanes, we had a 10-year spot where there was no Category 3 or higher hurricanes hitting the United States. But they're telling me it's worse and worse and more frequent and bigger, and except for the data. The data says, incidentally, that we have hit a low spot in the last 50 years in the Atlantic Basin for severity and number of hurricanes. Now, when one hits, it's a tragedy, mm-hmm. okay? But the hurricanes do occur. It's not as if, well, we have hurricanes, must be produced by global warming. No, we had hurricanes before there was ever the Industrial Revolution or anything else like that. But the real data shows that the frequency of those, and that was another prediction from the 80s, is that you were supposed to see more and stronger hurricanes and tornadic events, and yet we're seeing less. But everyone that hits, we get the global warming barrage. Right. It doesn't matter if there's only been one in the last 10 years or five in the last 15. Whatever it is, every one of them is an exacerbation for them to tell me how horrible this is because of global warming. It's the talking points. It's the talking points. It's what to further the agenda. And sadly, we have to become the arbiters of what's truth, even though we're getting inundated by all this junk. 
So if you had a, a, a morning show, whether it's Today Show or Good Morning America, whatever it is, and you you got the global warming crowd out on there, they won't even invite somebody on who's a, quote, denier. Because, okay, I'm not denying because I'm a denier. I'm denying because of the facts. Here's, But you can't get that that person on that show. He will not be invited. He or she will not be invited. Right. So we only get one side, and it's wrong. How do you fight that, as was your question earlier? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Well, I'll tell you what, we're fighting it right today. And That's we will have one more show next week on this same topic. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. It's the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.